Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on a Monday morning. Michael Gearin joining you to talk about harness racing in different parts of Australia, not just New South Wales today, but of course Victoria where there was New South Wales success over the weekend for the next half an hour or so. On the racing front today in the state, we race at Goldburn. First race there goes at 106, and Blake Fitzpatrick not only has horses engaged today, but he had success at Melton at Group 1 level on Saturday night. Good morning, Blake. Congratulations. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, Nick. Thanks for having me on. Mate, it's, uh, it's always good to head down to Victoria and beat the Vixar. I know you couldn't be there yourself, but you took out the two-year-old Trotters final with Valtino. Your good mate Greg Sugars did the driving, and you found another good one here. Um, he's gone down and beaten the Vix at their own game. Yeah, no, it was a great thrill on Saturday night, Mick. Um, he's been a, a nice horse, basically, from the start of the season, but he's just continued to improve with every run and yeah he, he peaked on Saturday night and yeah we couldn't be happier with him and Greg drove him perfectly as always and yeah he's had a terrific year. I take it you were at Menangle so did you get a chance to actually watch the race in the stabling area or were you out on the track making some money? No no I, I got the opportunity to watch the race so yeah it's a, it's a, diff, it's a different feeling that's for sure when you're used to driving them um, but yeah it's yeah, definitely uh, races you strive to win and with two-year-old trotters, as you know, it's never easy getting him to the races, let alone getting through one. So, yeah, it's great. great for Just going back to this horse before we talk about today at Goldburn, um, he's by Love You, the wonderful champion French stallion. So one would suggest if he can run at two, he should be a horse who gets even better at three, four and onwards. Yeah, without a doubt, Mick. Um, he's bred to improve with age, and physically he's quite a big horse and still quite immature. So, yeah, I think it's he should only improve as he gets older. Mate, you've had enormous success uh, in both gates, but particularly at Group 1 level with the trotters. What is the key to training a trotter? Uh, you need a lot of patience, Mick, that's for sure. They can be testing at times, but, yeah, with the... Well, I found with the juvenile trotters, it's a long, it's a long, slow process, and um, just basically, just just getting them trotting right and getting them confident and keeping them sound. That's the basic principles to it. But yeah, you definitely need patience. What about shoeing? Because uh, for those who don't understand, the trotters move diagonally, so their legs need to hit the track more or less at the same time. Is shoeing a crucial part of what you do? Because it seems to be some trainers rely on shoes and toe weights and angles. Others these days seem to be very keen to use the lighter American-type shoes and, and not shoe them quite so heavy. Yeah, I think eventually in their career, as they get older, they can head down that path. But early on in their career, I think the shoeing is very important. And mo most of my younger trotters do need weight in front just to get them trotting and get their rhythm. But... Yeah, as they get older and more confident, we definitely try to head down the path of lighter shoes and, um, yeah, obviously, if, if they're good enough, gated. 
Some people, Blake, would think, well, what does all this mean? Obviously, with the lighter shoes on front, they can extend their front legs out more and therefore adds length to their stride? Yeah, it does, Mick, and um, they, they're less inclined to interfere with themselves if they have lightweight shoes. So, yeah, if, if you have a horse that can handle it, it's definitely better. OK, let's talk about Goldburn today. You have a trotter in the first on the card, and Lapiz. Um, look, it's a horse who's actually out of a, a harness jewels winner in New Zealand. There seems to be some ability there, and as is often the case with the inexperienced trotters, it's getting them right, and then they have to do the job at the other end. Yeah, no, that's right, Mickey. This horse has shown good ability at home, but he's, his race record probably doesn't reflect that. Um, I think he is a horse that will improve with age. But, yeah, as you said, he's a, he's a well-bred trotter and I thought his last run was good and today looks looks a suitable race for him. OK, he's in the right sort of race. He has barrier three over 17-10 at Goulburn. So are we thinking he can take advantage of that? Blake, as much as you love your horses, I'm sort of asking more for the punters, to be honest. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's probably not a horse that I've rushed out of the gate previously, but... Yeah, definitely today. He'll be looking to be in the first first three or four. And, yeah, he, look, he looks a good winning chance today, Mick. I don't mind your horse in race two. Squadron gets barrier two. Um, there's a, a little bit of form around you, but on the whole, I thought if Squadron's improving at the right time, this was a good race for him. Yeah, definitely. He's perfectly drawn over a mile, which will suit him. And he's a two-year-old taking on the older horses. But, yeah, he's he's a horse that's, sort of showed good ability early on in the year and just probably hasn't quite lived up to that yet. But, yeah, I'm expecting him to turn that around today. Moreland Boy is in race three. This is at 12.21. We're talking to Blake Fitzpatrick, who trains and drives this horse. Tricky little field. I thought maybe a horse is more progressive than most of these, but the horse next to you, Tomahawk Bart, goes okay too. Could it be a case of... Whoever has the most luck off the back line is the one to beat. Yeah, definitely, Mick. I think they're both promising two-year-olds, once again, taking on the older horses. But, yeah, I think my horse, Moreland Boy, he's actually ran third in the gold crown early on in the season. And he's a progressive horse. It's always shown good ability. Um, yeah, just as you said, it's just a tricky gate. But if he gets the brakes and um, can get out at the right time, I'm sure he'll be in the finish. You've got a nice enough drive for Noel Hatcher in the fourth on the card, Jamboree Arc, but yes, I'm not sure that barrier draws much fun in this field. No, it's a it's a tricky draw, but the horse has been racing really well at Menangle Mix, so he's got he's got ability and uh, it looks a it looks a fairly strong race actually that for Goulburn. So, um, but yeah, I, I think he's a horse. If they do go hard, he'll be getting home over the top. Yeah, I, th I thought it was a good race too. Um, you're on better listen in the eighth on the card. And look, he's a funny horse because his gait's not that good. In fact, his gait seemed worse at Menangle last time than it seemed at Newcastle, which is odd. Clearly, Blake, there's a motor there. Um, he just seems a little bit all over the shop at the moment. Yeah, no, you're right, Mick. I think he is a horse probably better suited away from Menangle, but he's got good gait speed and today he should be able to put himself in a good spot and... Although he's up in grade, I think he's a, he's got good ability and he's raced at a fairly good level in New Zealand. So um, from that draw, he's a genuine each-way chance today. 
Mate, um, what's your best today? Before we get to tomorrow, because there's some Breeders' Challenge heats at Menango I'd like to ask you about, but what's your best chance of getting a win today? I think probably in the first, Mick Lapiz. I think he looks my best chance. Okay, tomorrow Breeders' Challenge heats. Um, you've taken over the training of Stylish Lavros uh, from Jack Trainer and look, oh, sorry, Stylish Lazarus, I should say. Look, nice horse. Um, looks a little touch immature, but goes up a level here because while she's a good filly, Lux and Turner is against you, and she's turning into a bit of a star filly. Yeah, she does look a star filly. She's unbeaten this season, and yeah, it's quite a strong race. The filly's heat tomorrow. Um, but yeah, stylish Lazarus is a is a nice filly. Jack's done a great job with her. She's always raced at the top level, and she's been with me for a fortnight. Her work's been terrific at home, so yeah, I think she's still a good chance tomorrow if things don't go the favourite's way. On to the boys' heats of the Breeders' Challenge. This is a big afternoon at Tuesday at Menangle, so far bigger than usual. You're on one for Dean Atkinson. Um, wipeout. Looks a good horse. Nice field, though. You're up against a smart horse of Brad Hewitt, so we're going to talk to him shortly, called Humble. But Wipeout, clearly better than your average two-year-old. Yeah, he's he's a really nice horse, Mick. I've got a lot of time for him and got a lot of natural ability. Uh, he's just, just still learning to be a racehorse, but he's getting better with every start. So, um, And he's a horse that's really suited to the big track at Menangle, so... Yeah, I thought he was a, a really good hope tomorrow. Looks a good meeting tomorrow. I thought that you know sometimes these breeders challenge races can can throw up a lot of horses who are probably just going to win at their dollar four or their dollar ten. But you know, I, I thought a really interesting breeders challenge this year. Looks like there's a fair bit of depth around. Absolutely, Mick. There's a lot of depth in the juvenile ranks in New South Wales at the moment, and yeah, the two-year-olds especially. Um, but yeah, it should be a great series over the next five weeks. Tell me, just go back to Saturday night. You're in the in the stabling area, or you're, you're hidden away by yourself, watching your horse win a Group One. Do you do you give out a bit of a yell or a bit of a fist pump, or you try and keep things nice and calm because you've got another drive coming up? Uh, yeah, I, I try to keep things calm when I can, Mick. So, <laughs> uh, thankfully, it was a fairly painless watch on Saturday. But yeah, it's de- definitely um, a night we'll never forget. Mate, congratulations. It's no small feat training Group 1 trotting winners anywhere, but it's harder to do for New South Wales. But I think Harness Racing New South Wales, Blake, seem to be more behind the trotters than they have been for a long time, and there seems to be some relative consistency of some of these graduation series. Are the pathways better than, say, they were 10 years ago? Yeah, they're definitely getting better every year. I think a lot more trainers up here are supporting them now, and we're, we're breeding more trotters here in New South Wales, so there's a lot of positive signs. And I mean, we've got the Menangle, which is probably the greatest track for juvenile trotters in the sense of educating them and getting them trotting properly. So we've got that great advantage in our own backyard. Mate, great to talk to you. Well done Saturday night. Congratulations to you and the stable, and good luck today and tomorrow as we go to Goulburn and Menangle. No, thanks very much, Nick. Blake Fitzpatrick, one of the real gentlemen of harness racing in New South Wales. Um, A trainer who we don't usually think about as training a lot of good trotters has a very good one at the moment. His name is James Rattray. The horse's name is London to a Brick. And if you're one of our galloping or greyhound listeners who doesn't understand how this works, it's, um, it's very unusual. He's by the champion pacing stallion, Better's Delight. 
out of a Christian coloured mare, now that's sort of called the Golden Cross, which is better's delight out of Christian Cullen, but it's the Golden Cross for paces. And it would almost be like if you bred a schnitzel out of an Everest-winning mare and it ended up winning the Melbourne Cup. You'd be like, well, that's cool. I'm really glad I've got you, but that's not what I was expecting. And when you breed a better's delight out of a Christian colour mare, you do not expect a trotter. They've got one, the connections, the hazes of London to a brick, and um, it's turned into a very, very good horse. I think we have James Rattray on the line. Good morning to you, James. How are you, mate? Morning, Mick. How are you? Mate, I'm good. Look, this is bizarre. Um, by better's delight, out of a Christian Cullen mare, and London to a brick just loves trotting, and he's awfully good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's done a, done a super job for us, and, um, yeah, continues to impress us all, I think. Did you originally try to put the hopples on him and make him into a pacer, or was he just a natural trotter from the time you broke him in? Uh, no, Sam Hewitt uh, broke him in as a pacer, and uh, we uh, we give him one green trial as a pacer, and he he, he sort of he rubbed up pretty bad with his hobble burn, so he decided to leave the hobbles off in between green trial and qualifying, and he just wanted to trot. So that's the way we went. All right, he's now a very, very good trotter. He's uh, he's won uh, a Group One in uh, in Queensland. He came out to at Manango on Saturday night and and beat a couple of really good horses. Funky Monkey and Majestic Trio are genuine open class horses. Is he still getting better? Because three year olds, I know the seasons changed. But three-year-olds beating those class of horses, James, this is rarefied year. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's run on Saturday, first up. He's, we didn't think we had him fully wound up, and um, the way he done it, like, is yeah, quite exciting, really. <laughs> All right, what do you do with him now? Because the back end of the season gets quite busy for the trotters. Where does London to a brick end up? He's got his eligible needs for speed in Victoria. Um, he'll head down there next week, and the heats are on Thursday. Um, he'll yeah he'll race in the need for speed, and then we'll aim at the Victoria Derby. And he's also eligible Breeders' Crown. Okay, so busy time for him. Is it a case that with the trotters you don't really want to be shipping them around too much. Do you get a chance to travel with them, James, or do you have to send them to somebody else because those races are quite spaced? The races are quite spaced, so we'll be doing a bit of travelling back and forward, I think. Um, uh, and he travelled up to Queensland really well, so I don't think that'll be an issue with him. Before we get to the meeting at Goulburn today, um, you, two weeks ago now, had a horse, a magician, who came up from, from Hobart, um, a family horse, so Todd obviously drove him uh, in the Eureka and he ran fourth. Wonderful performance. Um, what are the plans for him? Is he going back to Tasmania or is he going to be a regular with us in New South Wales? Uh, yeah, he's, he's stayed here for a um, little let-up now um, and he'll he'll do a bit of racing at Menangle and I think that'll, that'll do him the world of good. Um, bit of racing up here with some top quality horses and yeah, we'll see how far he goes 
has a boredom on the experience of travelling and moving to the bigger track and having better horses around him? Is he a horse who's developing with that education? I, I think so. Like um, when he when he first came up and from his trial, he, he sort of really come on to that and from that, and then he raced really good in the in the Eureka. Um, so yeah, I, I think he'll he'll benefit from it and, and keep developing. Is there any particular aim for a horse like him? Uh, not, not really. He's he's lightly raced. Um, uh, yeah, good just to have a season, sort of racing good horses, and yeah, he can choose a few races. But yeah, just to season him up to to that kind of racing would would do him well. Mate, are you sending anything around today at uh, at Goulburn? I think you've got one of the last, the, the Shallows. Yeah, the Shallows, uh, only one in the Shallows in the last. He's sort of um, been struggling to get races, but, uh, yeah, he seems well and um, looks a nice race for him. He's the highest-rated horse in the race, but it's not an easy field. There's horses like Muscle, Bart, and it's Ebony and Ivory in there. So what sort of chance would you give him for the punters from the second line? Yeah, I think if he gets a good trip... Um, He's drawn to follow through there, and um, yeah, if he if he gets a nice trip, I, I think he's an each way chance. All right, we saw your uh, your stable star where you've been bopping racing at Menangle on Saturday night. What did you make of that? Yeah, not a bad not a bad run. We um, had to do a bit early, but he didn't finish that far away, and he's second up, and he should keep on improving. All right, mate. Well, it's great to hear that you are following in the. Hoof, hoof prints or the footsteps of Blake Fitzpatrick and heading down to Victoria to try and win some major trotting there's uh, races there with Love London to a brick. Uh, well done with it mate and looking forward to seeing how Magician comes back and, and what he can do in New South Wales over the next couple of months. No, thank you. James Rattray, so if you don't know much about the trotters, um, obviously they don't tend to beat the open class horses until they're about four or five at the earliest. Now, the season has changed. These days, harness horses, which would have turned a year older, September 1, don't do so till January the 1st. But he's still a very young horse, and he beat some good horses, fair and square, on Saturday night. So, very smart type of horse. In fact, the man who drove the horse who finished third in that race, who's a very good mare, a majestic trio, is Brad Hewitt. He joins us now. Good morning to you, Brad. How are you, mate? Good me, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm loving it. Um, yeah, up the wires, but we'll discuss that later. Um, you you train and drive Majestic Trio, and she's a really good horse, and you must have been impressed by London to a brick, because as anybody who loves harness knows, not many three-year-old trotters do that. Ah, oh, that's right, Nick. I've actually said for a couple of months, um, since you went to Queensland and that, I think in another 12 or 18 months, I think he could be one of the best, if not the best, trotters going around in Australia. Well, your girl uh, is one of the best trotters going around in Australia, Majestic Trio. She was, was fresh up and was third, and it was a really good run too. Would she be looking to head back to Brisbane at some stage for the Inter-Dominions? Uh, yeah, possibly, Mick. Um, she qualified for the Inter-Dominion when she won that Group 1 up there in the wintertime. So yeah, if all's going well, then yeah, that's probably going to be her main aim. Is there any concerns? I've spoken to a few trainers and they have different opinions. Some people don't get concerned by 
three races in a week uh, and potentially in the heat because it can be quite warm in Queensland that time of year. What are your views on that? And, and as a trainer, what do you do to race a horse three times in a week? Uh, yeah, well, I think she, uh, she shouldn't be too bad in that regard. Just She's a big grace, good doing there. So um, she sort of comes through her runs, not too bad. But yeah, I think you just got to do all your work beforehand like this obviously got to be rough solid and yeah just to try and freshen her up in the, the week or two leading in so they can handle the races mate you hit the goulburn today um third on the car goes at 221 and you've got bear money which is a great name for a horse in the third on the card i actually thought this was a tricky little race and you've got a tricky draw so as much as some of the uh, the fun punters might like the sound of bear money he might need to be pretty good today to win this yeah, that's right, Mick. Um, yeah, obviously, come up with a terrible draw, and he's only a little sit spinner anyway. So, yeah, we'll just be going back from out there. And, yeah, if there's decent speed on his some hope, but, um, yeah, he's probably going to have the whole field in front of him, and, yeah, he'll be up against it from there, I think. I thought a, a good chance today in race four was Rock and Rower. Um, hasn't had a lot of experience, clearly had some ability, and has been trialling okay. So how forward... Is Rock and Rower for the fourth today? Uh, yeah, we only, I think he had a fortnight off or something um, after his last run and yeah, had a trial, so he's just been ticking along. And yeah, like you said, he's he's got ability, but he's got it wrong at both starts. So um, if he puts his best foot forward and does everything right, um, he should be fighting out the finish. You, you take a drive uh, for David Hewitt in the sixth on the card here, Madam Maggie. Look, she seems to go pretty good. And I thought, again, nice enough barrier draw. So what chance in the sixth at 10 past four for, for Maggie? Uh, yeah, she's um, not a bad mare, Mick, but uh, she's coming off a, a pretty long spell. I think she's had yeah, the best part of nine or ten months out. Um, yeah, would would have liked another trial under her belt, but um, yeah, it's, it's a, not the hardest race in the world. And... If she gets the right sort of trip, she should be yeah, not far away. Now, tomorrow we have these Breeders' Challenge heats um, starting at Menangle and some really good ones. And we spoke to, to Blake Fitzpatrick about Wipeout in the fourth race. He likes his horse. Uh, I'm sure you like your one too. Humble has won both its starts this campaign, bred to be a good horse. And look, I know they've been at Wagga and, and Bathurst, but... He's been going good times and winning by a space. What sort of horse do we think Humble is? Yeah, I think he's going to make a really nice horse down the track, Mick. Um, he's sort of doing a good job to, to doing what he's doing at the minute. He's been a yeah, slow maturing sort of horse and he's still not yeah, the finished product. But um, he, he just keeps on stepping up to the plate every time he goes out and doing a really good job. But yeah, I, I really think sort of next season and and onwards is going to be where he's going to go really good. Does he have the gate speed tomorrow to, to use Barrier 5? I would think a lot of these might get out of your way, but is he the horse who, for punters, Brad can sort of get across them? Because obviously that's what they love to see. Yeah, he does have um, good gate speed, Mick. Just yeah, with the babies, I never sort of like stirring him up too much. Like the first couple of starts, you spend the the rest of the season trying to get him back under you but um, he does have good gate speed and yeah up an angle there will definitely be pushing out and uh, yeah trying to find the top 
A horse who doesn't have a good draw, but I think he's a really good horse, is Captain's Knock. He's in race five. There's some pretty decent horses inside you, but I thought his fourth in the stockade uh, in a good field and a hard-run race, I, I thought he's a horse who could be in for a big campaign. Yeah, I hope so, Mick. He's, he's a really nice horse. Like he, he won the Breeders' Challenge last year and um, yeah, then went um, down to Victoria for the Breeders' Grand after and didn't have a whole lot of luck down there. But, yeah, he's a really nice horse and he's had uh, a couple of starts back now to um, yeah, trim him up a bit and he's yeah, come on really good and pulled, pulled up after him runs like, as good as you'd like and he's, yeah, he's tucked right up and yeah, I think he should be ready to go. When you say ready to go, is it a case that um, there's a fair bit of gate speed inside you? He might be a horse you need to be a little bit more neutral on early, or is he a horse you can just push the button on and and try and take some of the lesser performed horses out of your way straight away? Uh, yeah, he can do anything really. Mick, he's versatile, but um, yeah, I think yeah, we're just going to go forward. Don't want to be given, um, like you said, a, a couple of them horses inside. It's too much head start and. Yeah, there probably won't be a whole lot of speed if we do that too. So, yeah, we'll be coming out and, yeah, I'm sure whether he's outside the leader or in front or, yeah, if he is with the trip, he's um, going to be hard to hold out. In the sixth on the card tomorrow, Brad, we're talking to Brad Hewitt about Menangle tomorrow where they have a, a far bigger than usual Tuesday meeting. You're driving Arc Alert um, for Sam and, look, decent horse this, but the recent form has been OK, but it probably easier races. I thought this was a tricky little race. There was a few moving parts to this one. Yeah, he's a horse who's got his fair share of ability too, Mick. But, um, yeah, there's still a couple of nice horses. Obviously, the the Queensland horse goes really good. And um, Bainbridge for Jimmy Rattra, it won a Group 1 early in the season. So there's some really nice horses there. And um, But, yeah... If he has the right sort of trip, I'm sure he can yeah, be running the um, bit of place money. All right. In the next 30 or so hours, Brad, what's your best one or two via Goulburn today and, of course, via Menangle tomorrow? What's a couple of the punters should look out for, mate? Uh, yeah, I think Captain's Knocker yeah, is just a, a good horse and, um, yeah, he's probably going to be best chance. Mate, you find yourself in a position lots of uh, Australian footy fans find themselves in the moment. Their, um, their NRL team may be finished up for the season. Yours is. So you're left with the options of Penrith, Brisbane, um, of course, Melbourne, which again is not from your home state, um, or the Warriors to yell for. So who do you yell for this week? I'm actually fascinated by what the Australians, particularly those who are loyal Sydney uh, league fans make, of the finals, do you have a preference? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely on the Warriors bandwagon, mate. Just said, uh, have any of the teams that left, uh, not much of a fan of them, so yeah, we'll be going for the wild. It must be a strange experience being a, being a Canberra fan and a New South Wales man through and through and yelling for a New Zealand rugby league team. Yeah, I suppose, like, like anyone, everyone likes the, the underdogs and out of the teams left, they've probably yeah, definitely got that tag. So I'm sure most people will be getting behind them. Mate, I'm sure plenty will, mate. Um, you've got a busy couple of days coming up. We appreciate you joining us on the show and we're looking forward to seeing how your wonderful trotting mare gets through the next little bit, heading forward to potentially an Inter-Dominion up there in Queensland, mate. Thanks for your time, Brad. No worries, Vic. Thanks for having me.
Really lucky to have some really good talent we have in uh, harness racing in New South Wales. Blake Fitzpatrick, for those who are just joining the show, um, Blake Fitzpatrick, who won a group one on Saturday night, his best of the day, race one, number three. So this is Goulburn, just after one o'clock today. Race one, number three, is his best. I think the tab's giving you uh, $3.20 for that one. And the best tomorrow for... Brad Hewitt is captain's knock. Now, those odds aren't out yet, but very, very smart type of a horse. And James Rattray has London to a brick, who you heard there from Brad, he thinks could end up being one of the best trotters in Australia in 18 months, even though it's bred to be a pacer. So Goulburn today, but tomorrow, and we don't have an on the pace tomorrow, but the TOB odds will be open tonight. Tomorrow, Manangle have a really good meeting. It's their, uh, their Breeders' Challenge Heats meeting worth catching. All the information will be on harness.org.au. So if you don't follow the harness but you're looking for a bit of a bet and you want some more information, harness.org.au and they'll have the odds and all the details. Brittany Graham will be back for On The Pace, our next harness racing show coming up at 10.30 on Wednesday morning.